0: Cyberbullying can be traumatic, especially for young people, teens, who are still kind of figuring out their own identity.
1: 37% of young people between the
0: ages of 12 and 17 have been bullied online. Continue to talk to your kids about how they're using social media. What are mm-hmm. they doing online?
1: Welcome to Convos from the Couch from Life Health. For each episode, you'll hear engaging and informative conversations with leading mental health professionals that will help guide you on your journey to leading a healthier, more fulfilling life. Hello, everyone. I'm Nicolette Lianza, and I'm so excited to have Jillian Nichols from our Lifestance Seattle office joining us today to talk about cyberbullying. Jillian, welcome. Please tell us a little bit about yourself and what are your specialties?
0: Absolutely, yeah. Thank you so much for, for having me. I'm really excited to be here talking with you about, yeah, just a really important topic, I think, just in general, but especially right now. Um, so yeah, so um, I'm a licensed mental health counselor in the state of Washington, um, working as a clinician for LifeStance out of our Seattle office. Um, and I work with both adults and teen clients. Um, and I primarily specialize in both eating disorders and anxiety disorders. Um, and depending on the the client that I'm working with, I'll, I'll use a variety of different approaches that kind of fall under the the CBT umbrella. So this might be acceptance and commitment therapy, dialectical behavior therapy, or even exposure and response prevention. Again, just kind of depending on the client and, and what they're presenting.
1: Got you. No, great. Sounds like you definitely have a specialty to and knowledge to talk about this topic for sure. So to kind of get us started, I'm going to just uh, talk a little bit about some uh, facts. And these facts are according to do dosomething.org. Mm -hmm. And one of the things it tells us is that about 37% of young people between the ages of 12 and 17 have been bullied online. And that girls are more likely than boys to be both victims and perpetrators of cyberbullying. Mm -hmm. Another point that I found really interesting is that Instagram is the social media site where most young people report experiencing cyberbullying with 42% of those surveyed um, experiencing harassment on the platform, so wow. And yeah. the last bit here is that young people who experience cyberbullying are often at greater risk uh, than those who don't for both like self-harm and suicidal behavior. So all oh, just really concerning stuff.
0: Right. So to,
1: to kick us off, let's jump in. Uh, Jillian, can you tell us a little bit about what is cyberbullying and, and why do you think it takes place?
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Thank you for sharing those statistics. That's definitely in line with sort of what I see kind of with the clients that I work with and and everything. Um, and you're absolutely right. It's it's super common, super prevalent. Um, in fact, you know, we've, we've kind of found that cyberbullying has actually doubled in the past 10 years. And even more recently during the pandemic, um, we've seen an increase in cyberbullying probably due to, to the increase in use of, of digital de- devices over the past 18 months and, and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but yeah, but you know, cyberbullying is is really any kind of bullying that takes place through digital devices. Um and so this is typically um sharing negative, harmful, false, or mean content about someone else um online that typically causes embarrassment and, and humiliation to the victim. Um as you as you kind of mentioned, um, the most common um, sort of place that this can occur is on on social media. Um, you mentioned Instagram in particular, um, which is which is spot on. Um, but it can also include you know text messaging, direct messaging, um, even online gaming communities. Really anywhere on the internet, anywhere. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anywhere that you know um, just. You know, we're using digital devices. We're communicating with others. This can can really occur,
1: um,
0: mm-hmm. and I kind of think of cyberbullying. Um, it's almost like that that perfect storm of factors that that sort of occur, where just the nature of being online really serves to this issue, right? Um, mainly because. You know, think of the access that people have to the internet these days, right? right Almost everyone has right. a smartphone, especially again, you know, past 18 months during the pandemic where we're all online a little bit more. Um, and while there's like many benefits to this, right? Um, it's also that that access, right, that can right. be harmful at the same time. Um, and through that, right, I think it's, it's especially easier for for people to bully online for yeah. that reason but also like that um, idea of kind of being behind the screen right it kind of adds this um, factor of feeling anonymous or you don't get that direct feedback from the victim right away right um, probably a lot of the things that are said online you would never say to a person's face right, because right. it feels more removed um, mm-hmm. and so that's why kind of the content can be a lot harsher a lot, meaner. um, And again, just more frequent um, due to that access. Um, So so yeah, so similar to this, it it can be particularly harmful, um, just because it can be so persistent. Um, Victims can often feel like they can't get a break from it, they can't step away from it. Because they're constantly online, right. Um, Right. And, you know, with that,
1: I always joke that in along you know, previous to the internet, you know, oftentimes, uh, individuals would be bullied maybe just at school and right. but now it definitely can follow them home as they're you know navigating social media just being online like you said so it's right. like what you're saying just not being able to get away from it you know, yeah it definitely seems yeah. to add a whole layer of like intensity to it for sure
0: absolutely so. yeah can't step away from it right
1: and and that right there is then you know kind of flowing into like you know how severely that can harm someone's mental health for sure, you know, leading into like depression and anxiety. Do you, do you find that with some of your own clients, uh, that might struggle with some, especially relaying it back to social media, and what's kind of portrayed on there, how that might affect their mental health or self-esteem even?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There's, there's actually a a lot of research on kind of the correlation between cyberbullying and, and low self-esteem in particular, um, but cyberbullying can be traumatic, right? Um, yeah, it really can. And I think you know, especially for young people, teens who are still kind of figuring out their own identity in general, tend to, you know, maybe around that age, just kind of struggle with low self-esteem in general, right? There's that vulnerability there, um, and then you yeah. add cyberbullying into the mix, right? And it can be especially harmful, right? So, like I said, it can be traumatic and. Often then through that, we see, yeah, increased rates of depression, anxiety, and and the symptoms that, that come from that, right? So, you know, right. um, low mood, sleep disturbance, poor academic performance, um, you know, and like you mentioned at the beginning, right, in, in kind of these more extreme cases that we often see in the news and, and things like that is suicide ideation and suicidal behaviors, right?
1: Right, um, right, for sure. Yeah, so it's- which. I mean, we can definitely, again, just see how serious of an issue this is. Um, right. I know there's been definitely a lot of a talk of, I, well, it's even specifically when I'm talking with my own clients, when it comes to looking at their own body image and part of what is happening is that they're comparing themselves to others online, looking, not the nitpick on Instagram, but, you know, looking at Instagram and comparing yeah. themselves and, and things like that. Can you talk a, a bit more about that or the body image issues that might come out of social media yeah. usage or just comparing ourselves online?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I love that question. Cause that's kind of naturally, where my mind goes right because that is kind of predominantly what I work with what I see and and I see that a lot um you know it's it can be really harmful right because certain individuals are more likely to be cyberbullied. and and this can absolutely include people that are living in larger bodies right that don't maybe fit into that thin ideal um, sort of expectation and so um you know those individuals are more likely to be bullied, right? Maybe have already been struggling with body image and then you add that external component, um, you can imagine how that can affect the individual, right? Um, you know, not only that, right, but okay, maybe somebody is seeing that comment, right, maybe they're not the victim of that comment, but maybe they're seeing that comment online, and they feel they look similar to the person mm-hmm. that's being bullied, mm-hmm. right, so it kind of has that that twofold effect in a way, um, but yeah, the, the clients that I work with, you know, I, I see it all the time, right, where You know, even my adult clients that are older will still relive or replay these comments or these things that are said to them about their bodies from years and years and years ago. And it just can really stick with them and really fuel this um, disordered eating, right. This like desire to really change and, uh, and adapt their body to fit into, you know, a mold that they kind of perceive, okay, if I change my body, maybe that will end the comments and the bullying. Right.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, for sure. Now, Jillian, is there more of a profile that would lean someone towards becoming a bully?
0: Sure. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if there's one specific profile, right. Um, but, you know, they found that there are certain characteristics, certain things. That's what I was looking for,
1: characteristics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Around those that cyber bully. Absolutely. Um, you know, a lot of times the the person that is doing the bullying is is struggling themselves, right? With their own True. mental health, their own low self-esteem. Um, maybe they've been the victim of a cyber bully in the past, right? And it kind of perpetuates that that same pattern, Um. You know, maybe they're wanting to try a new persona online, right? And kind of adapt mm-hmm. this new identity online, and this is one way to do that. Um, you know, it can also be the result of an interpersonal conflict, such as a recent breakup, a falling out with friends, um, things like that. So there can be a lot of kind of circumstances, right, that can lead a person to cyberbullying. Um, I think just the general mental health is is something really important to look at right which again I mm-hmm. think is why it's so important to be talking about this in the context right. of, of mental right. health um, so yeah you know as you mentioned before, girls are more likely to be cyberbullied and do the mm-hmm. cyberbullying right and we can speculate a million reasons why that might be um but but my mind kind of goes back to again just that that low self-esteem that isolation loneliness um struggling themselves right
1: right right for sure Okay, Jillian. So are there any steps we can do to prevent cyberbullying?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think this is kind of the natural question that comes up from this, right? We've kind of discussed all the issues, the impacts, how serious this can be, right? And I think that's that's a natural question. Um, you know, I don't feel there is kind of a a clear answer to really stop cyberbullying altogether, but there's definitely things we can do to reduce kind of the likelihood of this, right? And you know, I think there's the main thing, right, is that as a community, um, is continuing to discuss it, talk about it, right, like we're doing Mm -hmm. now, um, defining it so that it's easier to identify when it happens, um, talking about the harmful effects like we have just done so people take it more seriously, people are more um, inclined maybe to intervene if they see that cyberbullying online or, you know, call Mm. out the bully or whatever it is, right? So I think like that awareness is, is a huge component to that just to, you know, keep it On the conversation um, that this is harmful, right? And can have lasting effects. Um, You know, I think um, as social media in general, I think they have started to become more aware of this, right? And so Mm -hmm. most platforms now do have the option to like report harmful content um, if you see um you know cyberbullying online which is which is great so you know platforms are obviously taking the steps I think because they are aware of the harmful effects that it can do right so as a community right I think we we speak out about it we intervene where we can um and you know just continue to to keep it in the conversation um I'd say you know to right depending on the position that you're in right if you're the one being bullied if you're a parent of somebody being bullied right, right that can definitely kind of differ on how you might respond to this so you know um, as a victim right I'd say the most important thing is to not engage with the bully right um, and save the evidence of it right ah and then- smart and Mm -hmm. then go tell someone, tell a parent, tell a teacher, um, tell someone this is, this is happening to me. Right. Which can be a really hard thing to do, but a really brave thing to do at the same time. Right. Again, kind of stopping that bully, right. Might prevent somebody else from being bullied in the future. Um, so it's, it's super important. Um, and then as a parent, right. You know, um, continuing to talk to your kids about how they're using social media what are mm-hmm. they doing online um, explain to them what cyberbullying is so again they're knowledgeable about it and they can recognize it if they see it or they're being bullied themselves um, you know so then again maybe that can have that ripple effect of just kind of monitoring the online platforms and what's being said on there um. right?
1: And so are there any quick takeaways you'd like for people to know about cyberbullying?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I think we've had many points, right, that yep. I, would, I would love people to, to take away from this. Um, I think, you know, the main takeaways, right, is this this is a thing right this is continuing to be a problem in our society i think as long as social media digital devices exist we're going to see this in some form some aspect and so again just really keeping the awareness around this keeping this in the conversation um is is super important right and then again you know for you know both clinicians but also people just in everyday life right just acknowledging the mental health impacts yeah. that it has, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, like as a therapist, right? Making sure we're talking about this, we're aware of this. So then when we see this, right, we're able to address it. Um, yeah. Similarly, right, as a parent, as a victim, right? Acknowledging that this does impact mental health and helping to support yourself, support your child, right, through this, if this is an issue that you are, are facing.
1: Well, thank you, Jillian, for all your knowledge on this topic. This very important topic for us to be talking about, for sure. So we thank you again and would love to have you on the, on the podcast again. Thank you. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks, everyone, for listening to Combos from the Couch by Lifestance Health, where we are reimagining mental health. Please check out our website, lifestance.com, for our blog on youth mental health. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to Converse from the Couch on Apple or Google Podcasts. Please take care. Converse from the Couch on Apple or Google Podcasts. Please take care.